Welcome back to Above the Shoulders Podcast. We have your two hosts here today, Brendan and... Angela. Today we're going to be talking about internships. Uh, we both had our fair share of internships. I had countless, I don't remember how many, uh, but that was because of the specific field that I was going in. Angie's was more long-term internships, um, or her, her major internship that we're going to talk about. She did a few, actually, um, with several companies, but um, we're going to be talking about all these different internships that we have done. So let Angie start off first. So this is kind of based on the most recent blog posts that I've done about how I found my marketing internship, and it was with an international company. And, um, you know, as a business major, internships can become really competitive really quickly. It seems like at first that there's a lot out there, but the circumstances kind of make it hard to actually be able to do one of those internships. So um, we're going to start off today with um, how to find an internship. Mm, how to find so one. something App State was really good about was we had this like a website called Career Gear that posted jobs for people who, had, who have graduated or are about to graduate, but they also posted internships as well. And so that's a, you know, I'm sure any university has some sort of resource like that for their students to find an internship. Yeah, I'm, I th I'm currently a graduate student and we, I don't go to, uh, I don't go to Appalachian State right now. And I'm not sure at the school if there's a website specifically, but I know there's a center or something like that. I just, uh, at this particular moment, I'm not really concerned with internships because I'm also a full-time teacher. So those are not necessarily things that I am, you know, I, I look at at this particular moment. So another place, if you don't have a website resource, like Brendan mentioned, there are job fairs that usually most universities or local areas host. And you could definitely, you know, go to one of those, dress professionally, bring several copies of your resume with you. You know, it, it kind of helps to buy, like, one of those, like, professional binding portfolio things. Ha have your resume printed out. Maybe, it, depending on your field, you would know what you would need probably at this point. And attend one of those. Talk to some people. See what kind of opportunities are out there. What you might qualify for them. What you might need to do to improve. You know, these people are hiring managers. They can give you advice. And just don't be scared. Just go out there. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of divide up uh, my situation into two categories because my, my degree is in mathematics, but my concentration was in education. And right now I'm a graduate student in applied mathematics. So if we take a look at um, the education portion first, every single education internship that I had, I was placed in. Now, I know that not every university places you that some universities require you to find placement for educational internships, but I was placed. I was very fortunate, and I, I had a dozen internships. Not Maybe not a dozen. That was probably an exaggeration, but six, eight, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more internships. I mean, I was in so many schools. More some A lot of times I was in multiple schools at one time um, where I was you know in mathematics classrooms or science classrooms a few times. But, I, you know, Appalachian State was really good with saying – Pick these counties that you really want, and we'll try to send you there. And they kind of did all that that for me. Now, 
The other part is the mathematics internship. So if you're in a science field or if you're in some type of STEM field, you know, that's that's kind of where my expertise is. There are so many internships, but a lot of them aren't going to be near you. You have to be willing to travel, and a lot of internships pay for travel. So the uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but specifically being able to find an internship in a STEM field is one you need to kind of broaden your horizon. Uh, if you're an engineering major, or let me back it up. If you're a biology major, something more more broad, yeah, you can find an internship uh, in some type of lab. Absolutely. But there's also other internships that, that you might not think about. I had a friend who was a biology major who they did an internship at a crime scene cleanup company. Now, that sounds absolutely crazy, scary, but... They had to have, a lot of the cleaners had a biology degree because they needed to know um, when something was decontaminated or they needed to know uh, just, I mean, a lot more than I know about biology, but I know that they required him to have a, uh, a biological degree or at least be a biology major for this internship in biological cleanup. And so if you uh, are willing to travel easy ways to find internships. There's so many STEM fields that have internships. Mathematics is so broad. So if you are in a math major, it's it's quite easy to find an internship. Just like I said, probably not near you. Another place you could look is Craigslist, which do be careful of scams, of course, on Craigslist, but there actually are real job opportunities. I got my current job now. I found it on Craigslist and it was actually an app grad that hired me. So um, definitely look there. A lot of my co-students in college worked um, at their parents' workplaces as in- internships. Now, don't be scared to do that. I mean, I know you're like, oh, I'm hopping off mom and dad, you know, not really going out on my own. But especially in the business field, internships are extremely competitive. So take what you can get. You know, just make sure before you interview for a real job, see if your internship can be used relevant to the position you're applying for. Or maybe do multiple internships. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about your internship because your internship was really cool. We're going to do a series about this particular place that we got to live at. And and it it was a Hindu temple. Yeah, and I mentioned that a little bit in the blog post, a little what, like, the place was about. I think and, you have a picture of the uh, Hindu temple. And I do temple. have a picture, so definitely check that out, Above the Shoulders Um, But it, my, my internship was so peculiar in the fact that it wasn't very formal. It was a weird process. It really wasn't advertised. It was at the place we lived. And I just kind of, I had heard about people interning there before. So I took my resume up to the hiring desk and dropped it off basically. And the receptionist said she would hand it to the manager. The manager sent me an email. And then we kind of like, it wasn't really an interview. He was, we just kind of met and he was like, what do you want to talk? What do you want to learn about? You know, who are you? And we, I just started, we arranged a date and started And the thing that I kind of regret is that there really is no paper trail of my internship at all, which is a very, is very unusual. Probably not a lot of people are going to run into that problem, but 
I mean, I had a WordPress account. I did have some Google Docs, but I never had an email account. I never signed any paperwork. I don't have a certificate printed. You also had several blog posts that you were involved with with their website. Definitely. I, I did. And, the, you know, luckily, the per, my supervisor still works there. And he, you know, when I put him down on my resume as a reference, he will, like, vouch for me and speak of my performance but other than that you know you just want to make sure be careful because i mean usually companies there is turnover so you do want to actually have a paper trail of completing something absolutely so mine was paperwork mine was in the exact opposite direction because in order to get an internship every single school system has uh, uh, you know, they want to know who there's coming into their school. So you have just so much paperwork that you have to end up doing. Um, you end up getting accounts for, even if you're in the school system for like 12 weeks, you end up, you know, in the first five weeks, you're just observing, you know, you end up having just accounts to everything and you end up being highly involved in the process. So there was, you know, so much paperwork for me. It really wasn't about looking for internships. Unless, I mean, it was for the math portion, but like I said, most of my internships came from the education portion. Now, as I get further in my grad work, I'm hoping to get more internships in the math portion. And and really, if I don't get any internships, my ultimate goal is just to go straight to my PhD. So this is kind of just a stepping stone into that process. So, I mean, internships are great, but, you know, if my ultimate goal is a PhD, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean anything for me at this particular moment other than experience. So scheduling an internship, you know, you have to work around your classes. When am I going to take, when am I going to have the time to set aside to do this? So a lot of people in the business school and probably a lot of other departments, majors as well, do a summer internship. And for me, I, I graduated in with my bachelor's degree in three years. So during my summers, I was taking full-time classes that really wasn't an option for me because summer classes are really intensive. You're in class for about four hours back to back each day. Then, you know, plus you've got all the homework and the test like every week. So it's kind of, um, too busy to be doing an internship. So what I decided to do, I I knew that I was going to try to finish (coughs) early. So I went ahead and took my internship, my second year the same time I was actually starting my intro to marketing class. So it was a big learning curve for me. I didn't know any, really hardly anything about marketing, but I did it so that I could have real world experience to apply to my classes, which I hoped would help me learn faster. And I was hoping that I would be able to get credit for it in class, which unfortunately didn't work out because I didn't really schedule it ahead of time. If you want to have get credit for your internship, like in class credit, you're going to have to definitely work it out beforehand. So be mindful of that. Another thing um, for internships that you can do, if you don't, if you're really so busy, you can't do it outside of class. A lot of your professors have resources in class. I did a ton of projects where I worked with local businesses inside the classroom, which I technically could count as internships. I really have it on my resume because, 
you know, I guess I would have to put my my professor's contact information down. But, you know, check with your professor first and ask. But I worked with a local adventure park company. We created a marketing plan for them. Like, real world, they actually used the suggestions we gave them. As well as some um, a company called SCORE, which is a nationwide company. You've probably heard of them. It, it's a volunteer group that helps in all facets of business they have so like mo it's mostly retired people they volunteer their time to help you with accounting finance marketing any local business can sign up for it and i'm i'm pretty sure that they would <coughs> definitely allow students to volunteer there as well and give advice and ideas to local businesses but we worked with them in my one of my classes so you know just Probably opportunities like that will arise in class where you will meet up with people. If not, talk to your professors. They have resources. They want to help you. So just you got to ask. A tip that I would have would be, you know, I've seen people on Twitter um, when, when, we, when we've looked at trying to help, we, you know, we, we, we want to help people. And so we occasionally look up like uh, people who are marketing majors and things like that. And, and we get their, you know, their advice and insight, and we offer them advice on, on what we've done to be able to be successful at those things. And I see a lot of people who are marketing majors, or, or let's say they're a business major, but um, I just got the idea from a marketing major. And they were complaining that, or at least they were, they were disappointed that they felt like their degree didn't have enough graphic design. So if you're degree is broad your in your internship try to make it specific like if you know that a marketing degree is is, is broad and math is broad you know and so this kind of works for both of our our expertise but if you like graphic design do an internship in graphic design an internship is is you know you need to have some base knowledge but but it's designed to help you you know they don't expect you to be experts that's why you don't have the degree yet uh, and same thing in math. You know, math is broad, but you can do something with computer science or you can do something with engineering companies, uh, Lockheed Martin, SpaceX, all of those types of places hire math majors. There's also tons of resources where you can work for universities doing research over the summer. But but if your degree is broad, make your internships specific. If your degree is specific, then you already know what your internship's going to be in. But if you can apply that to something else, then fantastic. You know, that's just part of being creative with what you've learned is, is trying to take what, what you know and apply it to something that, that wasn't previously seen before. You're, you're, you're paving a new frontier. That's great advice. Um, and I didn't mention this, but my internship was in digital marketing specifically, which went over like website design, formatting, blog posts, social media, graphic design, kind of everything. And what do you do for a living right now? Literally that. And so while your degree is in marketing with no concentration, you did an internship to specifically account for digital marketing, and now you are a digital marketer. Oh, yeah. And in college, I didn't learn, I learned hardly anything about those concepts that I learned in my internship. So that's another thing is that sometimes your college degree program can be outdated. And and we have said before that a degree provides you with a foundation and that it is your job to find a way to use it. 
I, I just don't, I personally cannot believe, the, I cannot, well not believe, but let, let me rephrase that. I cannot subscribe to the mindset that I have a degree and I can't find a job. A degree is, does not equal job. Degree equals education. And you are responsible for finding that job. That degree does not get you anything. You get you something. All you need to do is figure out how to take that expertise that you have and turn it into something that you can you can utilize. So uh, let's talk a little bit about pay and hours. So <clears throat> when I did my internships, I only got paid for one. All of my education internships were unpaid, except for the last one, and that was when I was student teaching. Now, student teaching, I didn't get paid every day. I only got paid when the, the real teacher wasn't there. You know, when I was there, I was hired as their substitute, and so I got paid substitute money. But you know, at the end of the the semester, it was a couple hundred bucks. It wasn't much, um, but my hours were immense you know i was working a 40 hour a week job at that particular time when you i mean i don't when you student teach or not at least at appalachian state i wasn't taking any other classes but i was there from seven to four every single day and i had to work uh, athletic events i had to do all these other things like prom i had to set up for that um every assembly every teacher meeting everything i had to be a part of and i know you know now as a teacher i see that that's that's a requirement all the time, but you know, now I'm getting paid for that. And so it's a lot nicer. Whereas before I technically was paying to take that or paying to work 40 hours. Um, so Angie can talk a little bit about her experience with hours, pay, all of those things. So with my internship, I was completely unpaid. I work, I didn't work very much. I've worked about eight to 12 hours to, per week. And I kind of got to say like, Hey, I've got a lot of homework tonight. I'm going to leave it this time because I felt like I had the freedom because I was unpaid. Now, a lot of the paid internships that a lot of other students were doing, they required travel and you had to find a place to live. And like, cause most of them were in the big cities, of course. And in North Carolina, you have Raleigh, Charlotte, Durham, I, I I don't have any family there. So, you know, if you can find somewhere near your family to, to live with them or where you're already living, which is what we did, um, that makes it a little bit more affordable for you because most of them pay very little to nothing. So don't expect to make a lot of money off of this. Um, it's more about just building your resume for sure. And let's assume that you take an internship and you don't get paid. So let's let's think about ways you can supplement your money. So for uh, this was this was an idea that I, I had previously. And if I was an undergrad, I would probably do it. I don't think that I could do this in grad school and make any type of money off of it. Maybe I could make a little bit, but not enough to justify the amount of time that I would have to put in it. But undergrad, you might be able to. And this is the idea. So you spend four years taking notes on classes. Well, there are websites where you can actually post your notes and people can buy them. So let's assume that you're in an internship and you're not making any money off this internship. You really need the experience, but you're taking a world history class that has nothing to do with your degree. Well, if you have good handwriting or if you at least can summarize information that was conveyed to you in the class really well and you can type it up, well, you can sell that to other students whom, let's say, they don't like notes, they skip class or, or do whatever. And all they're doing is reading your notes. You know, they're buying your notes, your summarization of of what you have learned. 
one, it'll help you remember the information better, and two, it can put a little bit of money in your pocket. And so you could set up your own website doing that, or you could find, uh, you could become a, a freelancer. I imagine that there, you, you could probably post a note taker for five on Fiverr, or something like that. But but there are other ways. You just have to be creative with it. There are other ways. You know, it, don't be discouraged by taking that internship that that doesn't pay anything. You get crazy opportunities regardless. I mean, if you really want that internship that's just, you know, paying the high dollar, good, go for it, absolutely. But if you don't get it and you take an internship where you're not getting paid anything, find a way to supplement that. And and that type of income could be something that supplements income, not just during the internship, but throughout the your college career. And then if you take a grad school, if you get a grad school degree that is popular, you can continue on with that type of process. Uh, so the last thing we really want to talk about is you have to start somewhere. So don't be discouraged if you don't find something right away. Like we both said, you have to be creative. Keep trying. Don't give up. Talk to your professors. You know, if, if you really cannot find anything, put some projects or like try to find a local mentor or something to build your resume. You just got to have something on your resume. Join a club. Put something like that down. You know, to fill up some space on your LinkedIn resume, whatever. But, you know, even with just a couple things here and there, it's going to make you look better than the person who gave, who didn't put any effort in to finding something. Absolutely. <clears throat> and Sorry. also, don't... Uh... If you graduate and you don't have an internship and you try to find a job and you can't find one, well, there's nothing that says that you can't get an internship right now. Yeah, some internships are specifically designed for a junior or senior with this particular degree, but there's quite a few out there that don't have that specification whatsoever. You know, I, I've thought about even w before I went and got my or started my graduate program in applied mathematics, I thought, you know, I might just do an internship one summer on. Um, this particular type, uh, or, or I might do an internship on this and, and it wouldn't actually help me with my degree. You know, I was a teacher, so it wasn't going to help me at that particular time. But now that I'm a grad student looking back, it probably could have helped me some, but there's nothing that says you can't get an internship after you're out of college. So you could be for 35, 40 steady in your career and just say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try and do this internship. If you're a marketer, there's a ton of freelancing and consulting opportunities for for you to be able to do things out outside of of what you you've done previously. You know, you you can expand your horizons and and uh, so just don't don't be afraid to take that on. Um, like Angie said, talk to your professors. They have so many connections. They have so many places all across the United States that that or all across the world. Let me not even say United States, but all across the world that can really help you. Um, college projects that you're proud of, put in some type of portfolio. You need to be proud of what you did in college. You know, I still have my capstone paper that I wrote on prime numbers, 40-something pages. Yeah, you need to save all of that stuff. Absolutely. I, I built a digital geometry textbook that's interactive. I still have it. And not because I actually look at it every day, but because that is just... That's work that you put so much effort into, you know, and, and even if it's a B, go back to that after you get out of that class 
and rework it. Try to make it that A, even though you won't get credit for it, even though that's just for you. That's something that can go into your portfolio. That's something you've done, something you can use later. Make college something that helps you in the future by keeping things, keeping it organized, learning everything that you can, and being creative with your degree. That's how you do it. Well, I think that wraps everything up for us. Yes, make sure you go check out the blog post, above the shoulders podcast.weebly.com. And while, uh, while you're there, check out our books. You know, I have one, um, How Not to Suck at Math, and it's available on Amazon. And mine is a guide to creating content for beginners, things like blog posts, everything I talked about today. And, and keep on, you know, be proud of what you've done. You be successful. And when you're not successful, keep trying until you are successful. You can do it. We appreciate you spending your time with us tonight or today, whatever time zone you're in. Um, so have a great day. Thank you.